It's the Ty and Matt Show with Matt and Ty. And we're back. We're, oh my God, we're doing it again. Ty, how many episodes have we started by talking about the old intro? Uh, countless. Probably too many. Probably. But dude, we gotta, we gotta address the elephant in the room. That beautiful intro? Oh. It's more fitting. It's more fitting. I felt yeah, like the I, other one was just too much pressure to be like high energy right away. And there were so many recordings where I came in just a little either hungover or a little underslept. And it was like, I just couldn't match that energy right away. No, you, you are 100% dead on. And it's a lot easier for us to match the energy of a song that's just going. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, look, like what is it, a fucking whistle. You think I can't match a little cute little whistle? I yeah, can do that all day. Oh, absolutely. So that's that's the new the new sound. The the new sound. Yeah, we're rebranding. You know, we, we got a whole new team of people uh, that's kind of like handling our image. So uh, we're, we're trying to go a new direction. Uh, we're, we're aiming for like, you know, 50s nuclear family vibe because we know that's so hot right now. Yeah, that, you know, <laughs> exactly. Uh, technology that runs off of tubes, vacuum tubes. I literally got rid of my flat screen TV and I, I got an old school you know, boxy television with the two. I mean, the tubes aren't working at all. Yeah. I tried to install it myself. Uh, it didn't work. Have you ever. OK, so th- this is a weird thing, but since I didn't anticipate we'd be talking about vacuum tubes. But since here we are, um, have you ever picked up anything that uses them, uses vacuum tubes? Uh, OK, now, so you're calling out the fact that I just did a bit. And no, I, I have it in many okay. years. I don't remember. All right. Well. I'll tell you, one of the few places you can do that very easily is if you go to Guitar Center, they have amplifiers that use vacuum tubes. Oh, yeah. All right? So now that there's a a type of amplifier that they call like lunchbox amplifiers because they're about the size of a lunchbox. If you pick one of those up, they are heavy as shit compared to to their size, right? And they're small and they're still really heavy. So that just always makes me think because I'm a dork. I'm like, this is why we needed needed the transistor which took over for vacuum tubes because everything would just weigh a ton. Wait, are vacuum tubes, were, was that in the old TVs or was that a different kind of tube? Well, that, that was a, I think that might've been a vacuum tube, but that wasn't the, the tube TVs, they, they were shooting like photons. Or, I don't know, I'm not a scientist. Photons or something. No, 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 just, the, just bullshit your way through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think there was a No one's going to fact check any. I pro, no one's yeah. getting online going like, hold on, wait a uh, second. Matthew, I don't believe that's what the tubes were for. Yeah, it's just tubes filled with color, and then it's just a lot of, uh, it's a man in your TV, he turns on different flashlights, and yeah. then it goes through the color, and what it does is it makes an image that your brain then interprets. That's how yeah. the old TVs used to work. Now I forget, because like I know the reason on those old tube TVs, I'm trying to see if I have one down here in the uh, Fortress of Solitude, or, or uh, to the layperson in my basement, um, I used to have one. But the the glass was curved so that like all the 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 light hit at the same time so then that there was no image distortion. But people were smart back then. They were I mean, people are smart now, but like even though that was like new technology, they were like really like hold, holding it together. I, I'm always <laughs> impressed. Like like yeah, dude. The idea that we've only had powered flight. For 116 years, I think. And no, and you know what's funny is I still can't fully understand how it stays in the air. No, uh, like part of me goes, like I get it, like it creates 
like air moving over the wing yeah, something like pushes you... it up but i'm like but what if just one time it, that's not what happens It sounds fake. Like when people try to explain how an airplane works, it really sounds like you're just like it sounds as crazy as that explanation I just gave on a TV. It's like so what happens is you go really fast. Uh, you're going to have some wings, right? And you're going to go really fast. And eventually it just starts lifting off. And then since you're just going at a constant speed, it just doesn't fall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's almost like platform nine and three quarters. You just kind of have to believe it for it to work. We should do a science episode, Ty, where we just try and break down science. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say about the wings, you know, another place you can see that it's like it, for the opposite reason. If you watch like Formula One or uh, Indy cars, they have the wings on the back that are intended to do the opposite, create downforce. Otherwise, the, the cars move fast enough that they would like they would take off. Yeah. Right. So but so how do you know? Like, what if you put the wrong kind of wing on a plane versus like uh, a Formula One car, like you thought you had the downforce wing, but it was the the up one. So they they start driving, and next thing you know, they're yeah, flying away. That would that'd be my favorite thing to see ever at a Formula One race. The guy that's just like taking the lead, like you know, he hits, he really kind of puts the, the the pedal down to the metal, as they say, mm -hmm. and then he you just see him fucking just slowly. It's like shaking a little too much, and then he starts going up into the air. And then it's just kind of like, I don't know. I mean, I guess he won. Yeah. I mean, if he was able to control it in some way, like he sticks his arms out to like control. And just put it in the books as winner with a question mark. I don't know. We haven't we haven't seen him since. He took no. off and, you know, we, we do, we do you know, scattered duties of us sitting out there with uh, binoculars looking for him. But we've yeah. yet to, uh, to see him. We're, we're still looking for the second Ferrari car that took the off mid-race. Um, all right, hold on, hold on. Before we get too, yeah. too, too sciencey, you know, too, you know, smart. <laughs> yes, right. Um, I do want to address something big here. Oh, what big. is that? We all know that Ty and Matt is an award-winning podcast. Yes. And if you don't know, do your research. That's right. WNSC, best WNSC show, uh, 2018 VidFest? 20, 2017 VidFest. 2017 VidFest. Should have been 2018 as well, but we won't address it, folks. Not here. I Ty, I don't think they gave out 2018, so we're still the reigning champions. Okay, never mind. I take what I just said back. Yeah. We are still the current WNSC winners. Uh, I guess we'll just say 17 to 2020. Um, I guess so. It seems fitting. I mean, I'm not going to stop us. Um, no, but there, not only are we a, an award-winning podcast... But now we have an award-winning co-host because Matthew Regal won. What was the name of the contest? Well, Ty, thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, the um, the comedy magazine based out of the United Kingdom called Public House Magazine decided to do a contest where they were uh, they wanted people to write, you know, maximum two thousand words of a script for Curb Your Enthusiasm 
that had to do with the pandemic, which I'm sure everyone listening is aware of because you've been stuck inside, you stuck at home for a month. Um, I, I would assume you would know why that would be. It'd be weird if you didn't. If you were stuck at home for a month but didn't know why. So basically, that was the the, the premise, and I wrote uh, ten pages or something about uh, Larry David uh, finding out that he he actually really liked social distancing because um, it meant he didn't have to you know talk to people, didn't have to go to things. Uh, so I wrote that. It was in the finals, and then it won the vote. So it's going to be published whenever their next issue comes out. It's a quarterly publication. So I'm my guess would probably be sometime in June, maybe. Yeah, but if you're listening to this, then we understand uh, your ability to read is very low. Yeah. Um. So we're not going to hold you to reading it. We'd recommend you read it because I mean that's that's two W's in the Ty and Matt column. Two. Well, and we have. I would say a tangential third. No, I, I'm going to say it's a solid third. That's okay, a solid well, third. Good. So, don't sell yourself short. No, I would, never, I would never. I would never. I would never. I I work at the Weather Channel, and, and just last year hang, they won. Oh, yeah, can you please hit go, that? Go for, yeah. Yep. So they won an Emmy. They won an Emmy. <laughs> Not for a department that I'm in, but I did take a picture with the Emmy. So by like, you know, rules of contact. Yeah, you're, it's you're like I won an Emmy. Your genetic code is on an Emmy. Yeah, like my, I mean, there's got to be at least some kind of fingerprint I left cool. on there. I saw Emmys one time. Does that count? The sh- like the televised event? No, or you no, saw, I oh. no, I saw five of them. No, four of them. I was at Ithaca College, and that's where Rod Serling of Twilight Zone fame used to teach. And uh, he, won, he won five, I guess. And four of them are in the, the TV school there. And then the fifth one is in the library. So is that like, so, what, six Emmys for us? I mean, I'll, I'll call. I mean, if, you, yeah. if you've so seen you, an Emmy in person, it's like yeah, it's pretty much exactly. the same thing as winning an Emmy. So, so the Time Match show, like. Six so you, Emmys, one, WNSC. One held Emmy. I think, yeah, five four or sided. five sided Emmy. Well, the five. sixth. I mean, if you held it, you unless you had your eyes closed, like. You, no, you no, saw no. It I, they would, believe me. Believe me. They were open. Yeah. Okay, so six-sided Emmys. Yeah. I'm not some dumbass just holding an Emmy with my eyes closed. You kidding me? It's dangerous. No, no. Well, they're sharp. They, got they are sharp. On them. Yeah. Honestly, a great weapon. If if you for whatever reason, if the you best. have an Emmy laying around and you need a blunt instrument, by I won't best, ask questions why. But if you I'll do, tell, if you're in that situation, that's the best award to have. Um, because I'll tell you, because the globe part is a good blunt instrument. And then you can stab with the wings. If you think about the other ones, like Oscars look heavy, but they're they're only for only for and, blunt and it, yeah, impact. Yeah, I would say the same for Golden Globes. The Grammy, just throw that out. That won't protect uh, you from Olympic gold medal. What are you gonna do? Strangle them to death? I yeah, mean, you. Yeah, that's a, you know. That's like, what is it like? Hey, do you want to put my medal on? And then you, it's too much work. You would need two for them to be effective as weapons. You would need to have two. And use and it like a metal to, nunchuck? Yes. Oh, that's exactly. genius. Uh, and what would be the best? I, I'm guessing gold is probably the best. It's the heaviest, isn't it? Because um, the, it's the same amount of each metal. I don't appreciate how you just keep putting me on the spot with things that I probably oh. should know as a person. But I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what tubes go either. to TVs. I don't know I what don't the know. heaviest metal. We went right back to science, Ty. I, we got to stop. We got to stop. Guys, Matt, I do want to say with all these awards that we're winning... Uh, this is why I'm going to encourage some of you to to join our OnlyFans account. 
Uh, give us money so we can so we can focus on winning awards. I don't, you think I want to go to work Monday through Friday? You, you think I want to be like you right now listening to this? I don't. I want to focus on continuing being better so then we can give you better content. Yeah, we want to win awards. We want to hold other people's awards and also look at them in person. I want to hear a lot more of this. That should be for us every episode. Just let it, let it rain out. Drink it in. Oh, second wind. That's good. Not long enough, in my opinion. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> I got to say, uh, I think this has been a pretty good intro. We got are, you ra- are you writing the intro already? We, we haven't even listened back to it yet. We don't even know if it's good. We're in the middle of it. Uh, Ty, I lived it. I felt it. You did. <laughs> you did I, I thought it was killer. Killer. I yeah, it's okay, fine. It's been a great it's been a great intro. I'll give you that. I'll I'll relent. Yeah. And I think it just gets better because we have a time map first. Oh, yes we do. We have a big one. We have a big one. We know this is an election year. We know. We're in the know. I love how I'm saying that. I didn't know anything else that we were talking about the social, but I do know we're in an election year. That's something I can back up with facts, statistics, yes. numbers. Uh, we know a lot of people always get disappointed by the the two party uh, duopoly. What is it? Duopoly is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you get stuck with red. You get stuck with blue. It's not exciting, you know. No. A lot of people complained in sixteen. Now they're complaining again in twenty twenty. A lot of people disappointed with the candidates we have. But he, here at Ty and Matt, we want to let you know there is a third option, and that third option is a prohibition party. The Prohibition Party, among several other third-party candidates. And we reached out and were able to procure an interview with the Prohibition Party candidate for President of the United States, Phil Collins. Yeah, the interview up top starts with a good rundown of just about everything. It was a wide-ranging interview, I would say. Um Covered a lot of ground, uh, got rid of some misconceptions a lot of people probably have when they hear uh, the name Prohibition Party. Um, do want to let you know up top that we did have some technical trouble at times just with the communication. Unfortunately, there's just about nothing we can do uh, in the moment to do that um, unless we have access to what, cell towers or something. I don't know. I mean, we could. Um, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe Mr. We, Collins can open a couple doors for us. Uh, maybe. You know, get us in contact with someone that knows how to, you know, some universal Wi-Fi, something like that. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed this interview. And honestly, I'm well. so excited to have our first presidential candidate on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Phil Collins. And here we are with Phil Collins of the Prohibitionist Party. Phil, how are you doing? Hey, okay. Thanks for All right, just, uh, just a little backstory on Phil Collins here. Uh, Phil Collins is part of the Prohibitionist Party, and he may be the highest-ranking candidate in recent memory to appear on the Prohibitionist ticket. A 21-year Navy veteran, Collins was a town council member in Libertyville, Illinois, and in a ranked election, he bested two incumbents in a six-way race. In his bid for mayor of Las Vegas, he came in second out of seven candidates. That's very successful, Mr. Collins. Uh, are you proud of your, your, your run currently? Uh, yes. I'm 
you know, probably be on the ballot in, in, in five states. And I, I ran for president in California at the American Independent Party primary. There were five candidates and I won at the by 30% of the vote. California has 93 counties and I won about 80 of them. Wow. Wow. That's a, that's a good run. I mean, that's a humongous state. Uh, now, now, Phil, just, just so our listeners are familiar, what, what is the Prohibition Party? Well, it was a party that was in, in 1869. Because the founders wanted to uh, ban all alcohol because of full effects on people's health and, and because it caused some people to become violent by they drink too much. The party cares about uh, many other issues. Their a platform has about uh, 12 issues that are all important to us. And it's their pro-life and gun rights and everything. Uh, the president and Congress should make sure they have a, a balance to lower rates and, and lower spending. Yeah, so so yeah. what what are uh, off the top of your head? I mean, I, I don't expect you to go through all 12, but like what would be I guess like the five most important things uh that the prohibition party runs on. It's all uh, uh, the platform does they want to ban alcohol now, but it says they want to encourage people to uh, less uh, alcohol and as the top four being abortion, a fear of gun rights, in favor of lower federal tax rates, and in favor of uh, giving uh, more a power of education to the state and local governments instead of the federal government. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that, that that makes sense. Uh, and so, uh, prohibition part. That's the, if I'm um, correct me if I'm wrong here, but that's the oldest third party in America. Yeah. So, so what is it like uh, being in the midst of a presidential campaign on a third party ticket? Um, how does that feel? But not a lot of people can say that they've run for president. So, you're the first person we've had on our show that can say that. I think. Well, well, there uh, four years ago, until seeing uh, our party was only on the ballot in three states. And then I'm, I know I'll be on the ballot in Arkansas, and I'll probably be on the ballot in Tennessee, Louisiana, and and maybe Vermont. So if you're not on the ballot, does that mean you're still – like people can write you in still in other states? Yeah, yes, in some states. It depends on the rule for the state. Now, now this all seems like a, a ton of work. Like this is a lot of work. So what, what motivates you to want to run for president in the United States? Well, I decided to run because a few other 
members of the party asked me to run. Yeah. Now, obviously, we were just talking about it. A third party run is not an easy thing to do. Um, so, so what would be a successful campaign in your eyes? Would it mean, you know, being on more ballots in four years? Would it be, you know, hitting a certain threshold for uh, the number of votes? What, what would be a success for your 2020 campaign? I hope that I'll I'll be about at least six. Next, I'll get eight thousand votes. Four years ago, our candidate got about five thousand votes. So, so, I, okay, maybe we can dial it back from uh, politics for a second. I, I we'd like to get to know. You, Mr. Collins, and I, I'm just wondering, do you have any hobbies that kind of distract you a little bit, kind of get your mind off the the trail? Yeah, Obama played basketball, Trump hits the golf course. What do you like to do in your free time? I have as much, but genealogy and stamp collecting. I have one of almost every U.S. stamp issued between 1940 and 10. I have one of almost every U.S. stamp issued between 1940 and 10. Oh, so genealogy, stamp collecting. Now that, that's, I'm, yeah. I'm sure if, if you were, if you're president, I'm sure they probably would just hand you all the stamps that they put out or like you could make your own. That's what I would do. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, uh, we also had, uh, when we were researching the Prohibition Party, one thing we noticed was that the, the uh, icon for the party is a camel. And uh, neither one of us could figure out why that was. Do you, do you happen to know why the party uses a camel as its mascot? Because I pulls don't have drinks. And I want to encourage people to not drink alcohol. Okay. I don't mean to toot my own horn, but Ty, did I not say that yesterday? Yeah, no, no, Matt was right on the money. We actually we, we had some money on it, so I have to I have to send Matt ten bucks now. Uh, thanks a lot, Mr. Collins. But uh, now this is okay. So with uh, COVID nineteen going on, uh, I, I noticed that the the mayor of Las Vegas, who you ran against, uh, Carolyn Goodman, uh, she's kind of come under fire last week for saying she would reopen casinos. Now, would you have done the same thing, or would you have kind of tread differently? I would have done the same thing. I don't think marriage can trouble by time which should be open. I would have encouraged a business to tell their employees to wear a mask, and and maybe also. Uh, or, uh, goggles to is something, but yeah, casino goggles and masks. 
Honestly, we should probably have many. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, in the casino, absolutely. I mean, all the you know cigarette smoke, the goggles would always kind of come in handy for that. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? Oh, I, yeah. I, if you watch that interview with Carolyn Goodman, I don't know that she really got a fair shake. She kind of got hammered pretty hard. What she was saying wasn't super outlandish. Um, and when you're saying, in fact, Phil, what you're saying, I think makes total sense. You know, if it's open, you know, just take the the safety precautions we're all supposed to be taking anyway. It's really not too far-fetched yeah well i'm looking at the time here we have a couple people uh that called in they uh had some questions do you mind if we uh hop to the phones mr collins no all right right, yeah so let's see take a call hey caller caller you're on the you're on the tie and match show what's your question Hi there, long-time listener, long-time fan. I just wanted to ask, ask a quick question. Um, since there's the whole COVID-19 thing going on, are you planning on touring the United States after uh, everything kind of just dies down a little bit? Well, that's a good question. Like campaigning? Uh, no, no, I mean, um, sorry, are, are you going solo or are you going... Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, wow. All right, I think she misunderstood. Yeah, that. no, that's that's fine. Um, right. That 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 I might happen with a couple. That's not. Well, we we posted on Facebook that you were going to be on, and yeah, people our fans don't read apparently. Yeah, they're not the brightest. Let's try. Let's try one more. Do we have another caller lined up? Yeah, we do. Caller, you're on the Ty and Matt show. What's your question? Uh, hi, um, Miranda here. So, uh, are you and Peter Gabriel on speak? Okay, <laughs> that's another one that did not read. You might, we'll take one yeah, more. Yeah, let's try one more. Hello. Welcome to the Time Matcho. What's your question for presidential candidate Phil Collins? Hi. Um, thank you for doing this, Mr. Collins. Um, my question is uh, alcohol sales in the United States totaled $240 billion in 2018. So how does the Prohibition Party intend to curb the job losses that would come with shutting down all the breweries and vineyards across the country? That's a real question. Wow. be be other alternatives and in fairness to this caller he couldn't hear the show because we did talk about this early you said at the top that the prohibition party isn't so much getting rid of alcohol completely but more just people making the person personal decisions to you know cut back or you know yeah like a social suggestion rather than a, a law yeah okay yeah so they'll listen back and they'll get that yeah. but, uh, thank you caller not a not a bad question thank yeah, that was you really good all right we have one more. Okay. One more caller. 
Uh, caller, you're on the Time Match Show. What is your question for Mr. Phil Collins? Oh, hey. Uh, I'm big fan of your guys' show. I uh, just wanted to, when I heard that Phil Collins was going to be on the show, I wanted to call in. Um, uh, Mr. Collins, I was, it's an honor to ask this, but uh, I was wondering uh, how validating uh, risky business was for you. Uh, All right, that's just. Uh, well, we got one person that's like literate. I, I, I would say that's about fair for our fan base. Only 25% yeah, kind of have. Ty and I went to a state school in Florida, so that's where a lot of our listeners yeah. went to. So, you know, They're not the brightest, but the good do. news is no. uh, after this interview, I mean, everyone will be familiar with uh, Phil Collins of the, the Prohibition Party. Uh, this is this has been really. I've enjoyed this conversation. I, I, had, I had a lot of big well. questions for it. You, you were definitely uh, someone that popped up to me just because, you know, uh, running on something like the Prohibition Party, it, de- it definitely kind of, I guess the biggest shock was like, was the third caller. I mean, even I thought like, okay, with a Prohibition Party, I would imagine you'd want to ban alcohol, but it, it makes a lot more sense kind of with a social suggestion, the platform that you're running on. I think everyone could kind of understand that. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised a few of the callers were thinking of this. That may be the reason why I dwell on the Victoria Prairie. You know, people there are like the other Philippines. Well, now, do, you, do you think sharing a name with Phil Collins helps you on the ballot? Like if people didn't know who you were, they'd see your name and just be like, well, like I know the name Phil Collins, I'll, I'll vote. I've had that happen Yeah, yeah. where, you know, you go in to vote and you just see a name you recognize. So you vote for them. It's like a psychological thing. Uh, yeah, they're probably home. I mean, he did such a good job with Tarzan that I imagine he, you'd have the millennial vote right away. Yeah. Which, you know, because Ty brought up a good point, that, that question we had. Do you feel like that misconception of what the Prohibition Party is standing for, do you think that that's one of the bigger hurdles that the party at at, at large has to overcome? Yes. I've been people, that's the only thing we care about. Yeah, I mean, you. Even though the other, you guys definitely have a, a variety of platforms that you're, you're you're standing on. I think a lot of people will will kind of get caught up in that, which is why I wanted to get you on because I I mean, like yeah. most things in politics, you know, you'll read the headlines, you know, and it's just kind of like a drive by statement. But when you actually get into the nuts and bolts of it, you know, things start making more sense. It's just it's getting the information out there for people is the hardest part of any I I mean any candidacy really. Oh, yeah. I'll try to do that Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. And uh, if people want to learn more about your campaign or about the Prohibition Party, where can they go? Prohibition Party. Thanks. And more about the adopters. All right. And we will be sure in the uh, description of this episode to throw some links in there so people can read up on the Prohibition Party, which, like Ty mentioned at, towards the top of the show, is the oldest third party in uh, the United States. It's pretty cool. Uh, a lot of history behind it. Uh, Mr. Collins, uh, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. Thank you so much. And that was Phil Collins. Yes. 
of the Prohibition Party. Let me, I do have to note that now since I know how dumb our listeners yes. are. Uh, and our thanks again to Mr. Phil Collins for joining us on the show. It's very exciting for us uh, to have a legit presidential candidate on the time yeah, matchup. Absolutely. That's pretty cool. And I'm also glad, you know, we, we addressed it in there, but when you hear Prohibition Party, you're like, oh, you know, that just means they want to get rid of my alcohol. Talk to Mr. Collins. That's not really what they what they stand for. So it's cool to uh, be able to clear some of those things up. He was super cool. And like I said, once again, thanks for joining us. Give you options in 2020. I yeah. mean, anyway, no complaints anymore. We're, yeah, we're, I don't want to hear it. We're trying to show you that there are other options out there. Yeah. And you heard it here. For, don't forget. You heard it here first on tie. And look at this, dude. We're doing a civic duty. Oh, yeah. This is a civic duty right now. I yeah, love it. Usually my duties are not even remotely civic, so that's nice. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Yeah, I just yeah, knew it. Yeah, well, you teed it up I for said me. it, and I was, no, that's fine. That's fine. We're not above the hacky nope. stuff. Oh, we're, how dare you. I'm, oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I meant the, the gold. Uh, we need a... We, <laughs> no, now you're patronizing me. The heaviest metal, that's gold. Right. That's another Emmy for Ty and Matt. <laughs> Just rolling in the awards. This is look. I, I. This is something I'm going to propose. Okay. Maybe you know, if the listeners want to throw something out there, I don't think we stop until we get every 2020 candidate on Ty and Matt. I think that's a good goal. Because anyone could do Joe Rogan. What makes Joe Rogan so special? Because he's like the biggest podcaster in the world. No, that doesn't make him special. Yeah, no. Oh, his sleeves, his tattoo sleeves. Wow, that's, you know, some people aren't for tattoos. No. You want a nice, clean-cut couple of gentlemen yep. to interview your presidential candidates. That could be us. Yes, we're just a pair of young go-getters. So if anyone knows, like, you know, Donald Trump or Joe Biden personally, yeah. and they have, like, 30 minutes to kill, we can work with 30. Yeah. I mean, what was this interview? I think the last one was, like, 20 minutes with... Mr. Phil Collins. I think Biden also lives in Delaware, if I'm not mistaken. Like, that's not far from where I am. So, like, if this whole, like, corona thing gets worked out and we can just, like, drop by with, like, a recorder or something, I, I would do that. Like, I'd be open to that. I'll record it on my phone. I don't, you know, personally, I don't I don't give a shit anymore. I'm ready. I'm ready to go to the next level. You know, I, I got a little taste of the power in that interview, mm -hmm. and now I'm ready to kind of, like climb the ranks you know i've been watching some house of cards to, to research mm -hmm. a lot of this stuff i'm ready to go dude let's do it look i think we're becoming america's podcast you realize what do you think what 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 party do you think we're running on when we go let's start our own time at party you, oh like a time yeah. at party what would our our logo i mean fans of the longtime fans of the show would know it'd probably be a kangaroo would be our yeah kangaroo. well i think our, our first policy would be trying to get kangaroo boxing back into the limelight yeah. you know kind of how prohibition's trying to like just you know they're not banning alcohol they're just letting you know hey you know alcohol can it might ruin your yeah. liver if you drink well, it a little bit too I, much i think our stance could be this type we, we are very much against the abuse of animals but the thing about kangaroo boxing is that it's often not the kangaroo that gets abused they often win those fights yeah. um so you know i don't really see that as abusive uh you see some of those kangaroos have some aggression they need to work out you're giving them the opportunity and then they get to punch a dumb Australian in the face. Like, I don't see. I mean, who loses. I don't know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm failing to see what could be wrong with yeah, that. So that's that's the only one. That's that's maybe our most uh, shocking to some 
If you can, yeah, if you can swallow that pill. Oh, and also mandatory listening to the time. That's show. true. That's, that's a, true. But that's a smaller one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you'll you'll grow to like it. You'll yeah. I mean, once you get used to the gun to the back of your head, yeah. you'll you'll start laughing well, with I mean, us. It's, just think of it like saying the pledge of allegiance every day, and then it'll be like, like you're not pledging allegiance to us. It's just like you know, you you get up and you do it, and like when you're in school, it's a soft suggestion to pledge allegiance to time, time Matt. Yeah. I think I, I feel good about oh, I that. Do. I mean, we, we, so, we have to wait a few years because I'm almost 25 and you're almost 25. So what, we'd have to wait yeah, another 10 I'm years. I'm this many. Well, well, let's see. We'd have to wait till 2030, but there's not an election in 2030. So we'd have to wait till 2032. Oh, God. Okay. Wow. You know, when you get into the nuts and bolts of it, it's not as fun anymore. No. Do, you think, do you think we'll be, still have the podcast in 2032? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Even I hope, I hope we've transcended to something a little bit better. <laughs> oh, what? You, you, you don't hope you're, you're not just like sitting in that apartment. I'm not down in the basement and we're still doing podcast magic, talking about vacuum tubes and what have you. No, I, I, you know, I, I almost don't even want to release this episode because I, I just, I'm embarrassed by how little I know about anything scientific at all. Like I, well, you you know what, though? When you said vacuum tubes, a part of me was just kind of like, oh, well, I didn't know tubes were in vacuums. Well, the, the thing you did that is correct, though, is admitting you don't know what's going on. And, and I, I think that's... Which is what you should do when you look at the Prohibition Party. Bingo. And that's going to be the moral of the show, okay? Yeah, remember those? I, it's easy to get caught up in the headlines, okay? A little drive-by statement. You know, you see Prohibition. What, what are you thinking? You're thinking what? We're going to another Al Capone, 2020 Al yeah, Capone. The Kennedys, no, that's not going to happen. Kennedy's made their money. None in that. of that's no, happening. No, 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 no. Mr. Collins made it clear they're not banning alcohol. You know, they're just, it's a strong suggestion not to drink, which and, I get. And in fairness, it's, it's a good suggestion. It's a good, <laughs> like, you, if you drink a little too much, all of a sudden you think you're a podcaster. You know, you're like, what if I, you know, get, get a friend and we start a podcast, yeah. you know, your little, your little tips, you're making crazy suggestions. Don't do that. You don't. We don't need another podcast. We have Ty and yes. Matt, and it stopped. That's the last new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And guess what? We're we're the last new podcast, as Ty said. And you can support the show. Go follow us on the uh, on the old social medias: Twitter at Ty and Matt Show, Instagram at Ty and Matt Show. Uh, Great names. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Facebook, uh, the Ty and Matt Show. Follow us there. I mean, we're all over the place. We're on TikTok now because. We are on TikTok. We sold out. Yeah, did we ever? We're not about no, it. No, absolutely not. Yeah, so so go find us there. Same at Ty and Matt Show. Matt, do you have any handles? What do you, what do you oh, got for yourself? <laughs> Since you're asking, yes, at <laughs> Matt underscore Regal. I'm still working with the underscore, but uh, you know, it's wor- it's working these days. I feel it. I feel it's gonna. Wow. Yeah. You know, I can't really get on you as much because on Instagram I am at Ty oh, Colgate. Man. Yeah, someone just grabbed Ty Colgate. Just fucking, they're just willy-nilly with my name now, right now. Now, what are you on the tweets? Uh, at Ty Colgate on Twitter. Uh, and I think it's at Ty Colgate on the, the talk and the tick. Um, talk and ticks. I'm, I'm trying to find like a cool way to say it, because when you just say TikTok, it's just, talk. it hurts. Talk. Yeah, dude, TikTok. Yeah. If I could make a recommendation to Mr. Collins, get on TikTok. It's a great way. To get the millenn- well, the Gen Z yeah, vote. Can, can, I say millennial as if like some of us aren't thirty right now. Yeah, dude, that's tough. I wonder if TikTok can even be harnessed because like some of those kids that are really into it can't even vote. So it'd be like, 
I'd love to see presidential candidates doing TikTok dances. Oh, yeah. That, that Carol Baskin's dance or whatever. Carol Baskin <laughs> killed her husband, yeah. whacked him. We got we to gotta be careful with, like, we can't... I don't want to put a timestamp on this episode, because by Monday, you know, with this coming out, that, that might be over. Oh, that's TikTok's true. TikTok's so it, it fast, fluking, you know? Like, dude... They might hate Joe Exotic now. Dude, that's true. That's a good point. Everything is very fluid on TikTok. It moves fast. I, I stumbled upon political TikToks somehow. It's weird. What, a political yeah, TikTok? Yeah, like, like they'll, they'll be like, pro, I've seen like pro-Bernie ones, pro-Biden ones, pro-Trump oh, ones. Like, okay. It's weird. I didn't, I didn't understand the scope of it. I, so is it kind of just like people going like, you know, crying with Bernie no, out? No, they're still, what, they're what, still like, dancing political. But the, the person will oh. dance and they'll like point to things and they'll be like, universal health care. And then they'll go over here and then they'll point at something else and they'll be like, <laughs> forgiveness of student loans. And they'll dance some more and they'll be like, vote Bernie. I literally cannot wait until that's like the commercials. We're getting there. We're not far no. from it. We're definitely, when we're all watching Quibi and our TikTok ads come through because that's how commercials are delivered now through TikTok. Don't you just yearn for the old days of just radio and TV? Now it's like Don't. TikTok, Quibi, podcasting. Like, I just feel like an old guy now. Like, I'm like, I just want, I just want radio and TV. I wish that was still, and podcasting, of course. And pod, yeah. If there's only one new thing that lasts, it's the, the, the wonderful art of podcasting well, it's it's already lasted longer than a lot of things but you know what we need to keep it alive and we thank we will keep it alive we thank you the listener for helping us keep it alive by checking out the tie and matt show the tie and matt show thank you for listening thank you to mr collins yes. thank you to my co-host matthew regal thank you thank you to god thank you ty i i, I thank no, no thank you matthew thank you. you get on uh, out of here on. You. i'll talk to you later I'll see ya.